Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. What is going on, everybody? Welcome. Welcome, everybody, into the Overreaction Buffalo Sports Show postgame show brought to you by the Market Dominator on the Buffalo Rumblings Vidcast Network. It's so good to have every single one of you with me, all of you jumping into the comment section, the live comment section on YouTube. Thank you so much for being a part of the show. Man, oh, man, I got a smile on my face that you can't wipe off, regardless of the fact that I got to sit through that football game in the glorious October sunshine. But I'm flying my fanny to England, or I should say Ireland tomorrow. I'm wearing my exclusive Ted Lasso (laughs) AFC Richmond Buffalo Bills jersey that I got from Jim. And it's just uh, what a day. What an absolute epic day to be a Buffalo Bills fan, and this day is going to turn into weeks for me, but it is so good to have all of you. Daniel Garros, good to see you. Bills backer of K- the Bills backers of K- uh, Kansas City are in the room. The Mafia cast is in the room. R- Robbie is in the room. Bills are electric is a new one I haven't seen. What's up, B? It's good to see you, B. My guy Richard Rush is in the room. Uh, David Reed is in the room. Ralph Wilson Sr. is in the room. Eric Farrell's in the room. My guy Payton's in the room. There's a whole bunch of you that have jumped into the room. Thank you so much. Uh, Bill's Witch is a new one, I think, too. I don't know that I've seen uh, you, so welcome to the show. All of you, Spin is in the room. Uh, so good to have everybody with me. We're going to talk a lot about this football game. I may have a special guest lined up for you. <laughs> uh, we're going to have some fun with this show and uh, a couple of ground rules that we talk about every single week. This is a, uh, a recording of a podcast. So if you are in the comments section, I am not ignoring you. Once I get kind of into my notes, if you want to get my attention, uh, please super chat me. It's the easiest way to get my attention. You can ask me a question, comment, concern, whatever. If you want to correct me, it works that way too. Cause I say a lot of stuff that's not accurate. It <laughs> happens a lot actually. Um, but uh, please like, please subscribe, whatever platform you are uh, listening, consuming this podcast on, whether it's live right now on YouTube, Twitter, or Facebook, or it's in podcast form on whatever podcast platform you choose to use, please like, please subscribe. If you have the opportunity to leave a comment or some sort of a review, please do that as well. Again, we are Super Chat Live. And as I always like to say, whether this podcast finds you around a cup of coffee at the gym with your AirPods in, on the drive to work, or watching me live right now, let me just say one more time, go Bills and welcome. 
I'm not drinking bourbon tonight. <laughs> I think I sweat about four pounds of water out of my body. Uh, I'm not drinking water. I'm just not drinking anything quite as heavy and kind of uh, toxic, <laughs> if you will, <laughs> as bourbon. So here we are. Like I said last week, we're, we're going to get right into it in this show. Like I said last week, you know, I felt like the Bills were were finding themselves or had found themselves. And what a, what a great thing that was. And we saw more of that in this football game today against the Dolphins. And the reality is now the Buffalo Bills, if you did not realize this yet, because it hasn't exactly, you know, really made it around. But if, if you haven't heard it yet, let me be the first to tell you. The Bills are back in first place of the AFC East. Wildest dreams land are here again as they absolutely you smokes term molly wop the miami dolphins 48 to 20 <laughs> smoke comes in from miami and i know that there's a lot of uh i don't know about back and forth there's a lot of there are people if you meet the kid he's a really nice dude he had the whole thing that happened with the chefs last year he's a he's a he's a twitter personality right and now he's employed by barstool and you can think of him what you want but believe it or not when you spend some time with him he's a really really nice guy but He's in town because I think it's like going to be his lot in life to come to every Bills my uh, Bills fish Miami Dolphins game in Buffalo going forward, and he's sitting uh, next to Jer Jeremiah Poyer in a suite. So I'm guessing it's the Poyer suite watching his team get completely annihilated after basically doing victory laps on uh, the chop up on Tuesday. So uh, Molly Wop is the word that we will use at this point uh, as the Bills have Molly Wopped the Miami Dolphins 48 to 20, and I'll be honest with you, it wasn't that close. I mean, if we're being honest with ourselves, it was not that close. Uh, the Bills laid them to waste. They left them there to be filleted, and they left them out on the dock basically to rot in the sun. Uh, the, the the reality is there was one point where the Bills were actually on pace to score 70 points, and I was hoping they were going to finish the half at 45 because had they – not 45, 35, sorry, because had they, I was going to tweet that. The Bills are on pace to score 40, 70 points, and I was going to tweet all of the people. Like, you, you name one of the people – that talked about it this past week, I was going to like tag them all in it. Alas, it would not happen. The Bills ended up kicking a field goal instead. Uh, so it didn't really carry the same weight, but uh, they just laid them to waste. And then they really kind of let off the gas, even though I tweeted at them, don't let off the gas. They did a little bit in the second half, but what a freaking football game this was. So let me be uh, maybe not the first person, but if not, maybe I am. Happy Victory Monday uh, to all of Bill's Mafia. Happy Victory Tuesday. Happy Victory Wednesday, as we like to say. Happy Happy Victory Thursday. Uh, it's going to be a freaking fantastic week to be a Buffalo Bills fan, as it was last week and the week before that. Let's be honest. It's always pretty much a, just a fantastic week to be a Buffalo Bills fan. Uh, but it was an absolute perfect day in Buffalo for a football game, especially in October. There were rumors that it was going to be the hottest or warmest October football game in Bills history. I don't think it was. It was like they said it was going to be 77. Uh, keep in mind, when they give us those reports, a lot of times it's for downtown Buffalo. And the weather in the South Towns is not – it's usually a little bit cooler. It was probably 75, but it felt like a million degrees out there as I baked in the sun again. <laughs> just like I did in the Raiders game. Uh, there wasn't much wind to speak of, but it was uh, it was warm and beautiful. And I'll be honest with you, as much as it sounds like I'm complaining, I'm not. It was great. It was freaking fantastic. Uh, you know, coming into this football game, both uh, teams were missing a significant player on defense. The Bills, you know, we heard on Friday that Jordan Poyer was going to be out. Uh, and for the Dolphins, Jalen Phillips was out. And to me, that was a big boost to my confidence level. I like Jalen Phillips a lot. 
so much so that it bothers me how much I like this kid as a player on the Dolphins because I pretty much hate the Dolphins. Um, the, the reality is, is this team, as it, has, as it has grown and rebuilt, there's a lot of likable, good football players on that football team, on this Dolphins team. But Jalen Phillips is one of those guys that, to me, just has a motor that doesn't quit. Uh, and he doesn't he 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 gets the job done and he gets it done in such a way that it's somewhat quiet but flashy at the same time. But with him being out, uh, like I said, I had a little bit of a boost to my confidence. You know, Jordan Poyer was going to be not in this football game, but Taylor Rapp is a guy that I wanted to see play football anyway. That coupling with I had a couple different conversations this week just about what I thought was going to happen. They were asking me questions about Terrell Bernard. And the reality was, is, you know, because it's always this conversation about right now, Terrell Bernard versus Tremaine, Tremaine, Tremaine Edmonds, Tremaine Edmonds versus Terrell Bernard. And I'm trying to have these conversations with people that they're asking Terrell Bernard to do different things than, the, than what they were asking Tremaine to do. Terrell Bernard is going to be an active part of this secondary. He is a converted safety. He's a under undersized middle linebacker and an oversized safety but he's got great kind of like middle of the field skills. And I said to one of my very good friends, Josh, I said, you know, if there's a game that Terrell Bernard's going to come up big in or has the potential to come up big in, it's this game because the Bills are going to want to plug up and clog up that middle, the middle of the field. They want to take away the slants. That's the bread and butter play, which we're going to talk about here in a second for the Dolphins. And he did. Uh, but uh, losing Poyer was big, but I felt like there was an not an adequate backup, but a guy that could hold his own there for at least a game, right? We don't ever want to see Jordan Poyer off of this football team. Uh, but if you're going to lose him for a game, a game like this where the Bills came out and did their thing is definitely one of the like the perfect game for that. So, uh, But the Bills came into this football game, as you all know, 2-1 and one after laying waste to the Commanders last week. Meanwhile, the 3-0 Dolphins embarrassed the Broncos last week by scoring 70 points on them. I'm not telling you anything that you have not heard a million times. I did not hear the broadcast. It was probably on the broadcast a million times. 70 points was all the talk this week. The only thing that rivaled 70 points this week was Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey, who, oh, by the way, as I'm recording this stupid show, is literally above me. Like, the, the, the game is above me. I'm watching it right now. I'm not watching it. I'm doing this. But it's on here in my office. As, you know, and, there, and there, there's already been, I think, I just muted the television before I came on. And I think they had said, I think they said Taylor Swift more times than they said Patrick Mahomes in this football game. It's, it's, it's a little, it's getting a little ridiculous. I'm, I'm over both of these situations. I don't understand why TV networks think that NFL fans give a rat's rear end about Taylor Swift at all let alone who she's dating and whether or not that person is going to be or not going to be in the NFL. Why would an NFL fan care who Taylor Swift is potentially dating? Does my wife care? Does my daughter who loves Taylor Swift care? Probably. Do I care? No. Do most of you care? I highly doubt it. And I don't know why they feel it's so important that they've got to have a Taylor cam. Why do we got to have a break to Taylor every single time Travis Kelsey catches a touchdown or a pass or does something significant. We just don't. We don't need it. And I also don't understand. I brought this up on the Hub Day Hotline. Why the, the Buffalo Bills local media felt like they had to solicit a reaction from every Bills player. They talked to about 70 points. Where were you when you heard the score? What, what were you doing when you heard that they scored 70 points? Did you watch the game? Did you see how they played? What do you think of them scoring all those points? If ever there was a time. If ever there was a time when the Buffalo Bills needed Bill Belichick at the podium answering questions for them, like stone-faced, 
Bill Belichick. Like, I'm not going to get drawn in or sucked into any of this crap. Like, it was it was last week. Just, just can we hire Bill Belichick last week for literally 15 minutes to do a presser where he could stand at the podium and he could be like, points were scored last week. That was that was last week. I, I don't pay attention to final scores. I mean, it's just 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 give them nothing. Just throw just literally just cold, cold play the whole entire thing because the media in Buffalo was as much about the 70 points as I think the national media was. And it was borderline embarrassing in my points or my in, in my opinion. I mean, 70, 70 points is something. But I'm going to stick by what I've said all week long and was proven today, in my opinion, that the 70 points that the Dolphins scored was more about the Denver Broncos than it was the Miami Dolphins. And in my opinion, the Buffalo Bills proved that in this football game. A hundred percent. The Bills could have kept their foot on the gas and probably scored 60 on them today and not let them get any more points than 20. Well, I think at one point they had 14, right? It was just ridiculous. But the interesting thing about this whole, I, 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 I'm go, I go, I go through these, like, uh, what, what's the word I go through stories and I go through, like, I try to make up, uh, you know, metaphors and, and just different things that kind of go along with stuff. And it was weird to me because it was almost like the Buffalo bills, the way, the way this whole thing played out, right. It's almost like the Buffalo bills were the, were the Broncos big brother, you know, the Broncos, they, 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 they're in the playground. The Broncos are, and they're getting bullied by the Miami dolphins, right? The Miami, Dol Miami Dolphins hang 70 points on them in very, very embarrassing fashion. And then, and what happens in essence is the Miami Dolphins then go get bullied, right? The bully ends up getting bullied. The Bills quickly made the Dolphins feel like the nerdy kid on the playground after they made the Denver Broncos feel like the nerdy kid on the playground. It's almost like the little brother got beat up or was getting bullied and he had his head pushed into the mud. And then Big Brother caught wind of it and was like, what's happening here? Now, I'm not saying that it's true, but it's just, it's it's odd to me that it was like week to week, right? It's literally last week was 70 points, the Dolphins score and the Broncos, and this week the Bills basically stomp a mud hole in their ass. It's kind of poetic. Can't make this stuff up. Maybe somebody should write a book. <laughs> Joe Marino, you out there? I think you've written two books. <laughs> My Uncle Jeff has written like five Buffalo Bills books. Anyways, that's just how my my silly mind works sometimes as I begin to paint these kind of creative pictures. Um, but, you know, as much as this game, and I'm going to get to the story of the game here in a second. I just want to hit a couple quick points with you. You know, as much as the Bills quickly made the Dolphins kind of like feel exactly the way the, the Broncos were feeling last week. And if you didn't catch any of the Dolphins pressers, I would encourage you to go back and watch them because they're interesting. But, you know, what's been missing from this Bills football came, foot, football team for the last couple of years really came to life. Really, really came to life. And I'm going to get into that in the story of this game. But before I do that, um, the Dolphins, you know, it, I think the best part of all of this is how quiet the Dolphins fans are on Twitter right now. Like literally nobody's clapping back. Nobody's chiming in. The amount of the amount of tweets that I have bookmarked over the last three months and have been able to call back in the last three hours has been magical. Absolutely wonderful. 
the fact that the Dolphins are basically week three Super Bowl champs back to back. Week three. I think I saw somebody tweet. It might have been Smoke tweeted that, uh, you know, week th- week three is week three, and then week four is always like this. This is week four, which is, it's true. It's like, yep, Super Bowl champs week three. And if we're talking about dedicated cameras just for a minute while I'm thinking about this, there should have been a dedicated camera. I think I tweeted this on Vic Fangio. Vic Fangio, let's not mistake the role. Vic Fangio, who has been touted as a defensive genius, I am for one a person who wanted Vic Fangio to come to Buffalo when I heard that he was that that Leslie Frazier was leaving, taking taking a year away, or taking a year off from football. He was brought into Miami to stop Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. The same guy that had no ability to stop Josh Allen when he was the Denver head coach, and that was where Touchdown Jesus made his name in Buffalo, if you all remember. A man who said this week of Josh Allen, you can you can't just have flash plays. You have to make all of the plays. Which was a shot that he fired at Josh Allen. You can you cannot have just flash plays. You've got to make all the plays in order to be great. He was effectively not he was effectively calling Josh Allen not elite. Where was the Vic Cam today? Where every time Josh did something special, took what the defense gave him, made a play over the top, ran for a first down, ran for a touchdown, whatever he did, where was the Vic cam? Because Vic, the man the man that you don't feel has the capability of making all of the plays came out of this game with four incompletions total, just four. Five total touchdowns, more than incompletions, and 320 yards and no turnovers. Enjoy that flight home, Vic. Enjoy that flight home. I'm just, I'm getting, it's getting old to me. I don't know where, I don't know where to live in the space between like, oh, everybody, you know, uh, keep doubting us, blah, 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 versus like, you can doubt us, but you don't have to disrespect us, right? I mean, that kind of claps back to when, you know, Robert Sala was with the Niners and he said that, you know, Josh Allen was just another Cam Newton clone. And it's like, uh, no, they're wildly different. (laughs) They're very, very different players. Josh went out on the football field and proved it, right? But I want to get into the story of this football game. The Buffalo Bills and this football game, if you're if you're going to encapsulate this whole game, and it's kind of like the encapsulation of the last couple games. And I think I've said it the last couple games, but it's becoming like Bruce Nolan, we hear talk about like, you know, one game is not, you know, is not a true story of who a team is playing one game. It's when they string games together and they continue doing these things, that begins to tell the story of who the team is, which goes back to me saying that I feel like this team has found itself. But the Buffalo Bills played mistake-free complimentary football again today. And we've been saying as Bills fans and content creators, and you guys have been in the comment section and tweeting at us, all the things that the Bills need, primarily a run game. For years, we've talked about it. Content creators like myself have gotten in arguments on shows like this one, not arguments bad, just, just debating but arguments on shows like this one, as well as on Twitter and different places about, you know, this idea of run. Well, we don't want to be a run centric team, but we want, we want to be, we want to be, you know, we want the capability to run when we need to run. We don't want to run only. We don't want to be a run football team. We've got Josh Allen. It doesn't make sense to become a run first team. 
But we've all recognized and seen the fact that the Bills have needed a run game, something to compliment J Josh Allen, to pull those guys, right, up into the box. We've been saying it for years. The Buffalo Bills right now are currently eighth in the league with 138 rushing yards per game. Now, I'm not saying that that's a lot, but that's a huge improvement over where they've been the last couple of years. Let me qualify that statement. Eighth in the league currently at 138 yards per game is an enormous climb from where they were the last couple of years if you remove Josh Allen's rush yards out of all the statistics. Because that makes a huge difference, an enormous difference. If you remove Josh Allen's stats from, like, the Bills' rushing stats for the last several years, the Bills are probably last in the league, if not, like, second to last in rushing. Josh Allen has inflated their numbers a lot since he came into the league because he's a phenomenal runner. But the Bills are touting right now a three-headed monster running back, and that doesn't include Josh Allen who we've talked about on this show, these three guys, each of them bringing their own set of challenges to opposing defenses. And more importantly, what I like about this, again, part of the story of this football game in the last several weeks, Dorsey is mixing them in at the right times and rotating them perfectly to keep defenses off balance. As soon as it seems like a defense is keying on a guy or gets a feel for a guy, he'll mix in Damian Harris. Damian Harris will... Have a couple decent runs. As soon as they feel like they're keying in on James Cook again, he'll throw in Latavius Murray, and Latavius Murray will rip off a 28-yarder like he did today. That dude's like 33 years. How old is he? Is he a dinosaur? Like, I told McKenna today that he was like 32 or 33 when we were at the game. She's like, a running back? <laughs> That's 32? And I was like, yeah. I was like, he's pretty spry for an old man. Kind of like your dad. It's a joke. The second half of this complimentary mistake-free football that is the story of, I'm going to say this game, but it's potentially looking like what's been the story of the season so far post the Jets. The defense is third in the league right now in scoring at 13.8 points per game. They're number one in takeaways. You want splash plays? Bills Mafia, you guys, you want splash plays, right? That's what we've heard for the last three or four years. We just don't get enough splash plays. We don't get the big plays. There's not the big moment, big momentum turning plays. It's what we do is we wear offenses down. We bend and we don't break. It's, it's we, we let them muddle until they make a mistake. That's the defense the Buffalo Bills used to have. We're four games into the season. The Bills have 16 sacks seven interceptions and four fumble recoveries, and an exciting young middle linebacker who had another solid football game today. Terrell Bernard, we talked about him a minute ago, who pretty much only, not only, but I mean, his big play in this game was the fumble recovery that he had. Milano knocked it out and he recovered it, but he also almost had another interception in this game. I said last week, the apology letters weren't drafted yet, but I'm ready to hit print. I texted Spence a little while ago, and I was like, are we witnessing another ascension of a Bills player like we saw in Jairus Bird or Kiko Alonso? Like, it seems like, do you guys remember that? I mean, I remember sitting on my couch watching Jairus Bird when he came into the league and be like, oh my gosh, he got another one. He intercepted another one. 
And like the Kiko stuff, the legend of Kiko Alonzo stuff was like off the charts. Now, clearly those guys went on to their second teams and, and basically vaporized, turned into absolutely nothing. But good Lord, this kid is creating a name for himself. It's exciting to watch. I'm I, I'm be, I'm starting to be more excited, not more excited, but just as excited to see what he's going to do as I am what the whole team is going to do. But the point of all of this is the Bills are a better team with balance and execution on offense and defense that gets after its opponents and forces them into untimely mistakes versus just waiting for them to make a mistake. We have seen this football team carried by their quarterback. We've seen it for years. And why, while we had great success during the season, it didn't get us to where we wanted to go at the end of the year. In my opinion, what we're watching, the football that you're watching right now from the Buffalo Bills, story of the game, story of the season so far, this is a recipe for postseason success, real success. Complimentary, mistake-free football, both from the defense, the passing game, and the run game. And obviously, special teams is in there as well. You've got to be excited about what you saw from this running game and what you've seen this year. You've got to be excited about what you're seeing from this defense. The one thing that we touted our hat on, that we hung our hat on this week coming into the game, is the Dolphins haven't seen a defense like the Bills. And they hadn't. They have now. The Buffalo Bills defense in this football game dictated to the Dolphins' offense completely. There were things that the Bills let them do. There were pro- Those of you that were sitting on the couch at home were probably getting furious at the jet sweeps, the passes to the flat where there was nobody covering the guy. You were probably losing your minds. Why don't they just stop that? They didn't stop it because the Bills were letting him do it. And the reason the Bills were letting him do it is because they were clogging the middle of the field because the bread and butter play for the Dolphins is the slant and the Bills completely eliminated it. The Dolphins used the slant to set up everything else in their in their repertoire. And the Bills were like, nope, you're not doing it. And a big part of that <laughs> was Terrell Bernard. I'm not saying he was the whole part, but he's a big part of the reason that they were able to accomplish that in this game. The Bills' defense dictated to the Bill or to the Dolphins' offense. And while they didn't shut them down, I don't know that you can shut that offense down per se. They made them look pretty pedestrian compared to 70 points. And I think they were averaging, I don't even know what it was, 500 yards. And I think they they only had like 300 yards in this game. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's insight assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N 
Amazon.com. Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to the Future of Work, a Pod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the Pod wherever you get your podcasts. Keep in mind, right? I mean, it always, it always has to level out at some point. That's a good football team over there. That Dolphins team is a like Tyree Kill is special. He is a. I'm not saying that I've been unwilling to admit it. I'm just telling you that like I've never really said it before. Tyree Tyree Kill is special. He's a special wide receiver. I mean, the the fluidity in which he runs, his ability to get open and find holes in a zone or even against man. And the dude doesn't drop footballs. Like, that is a good football team. That offense is good. The biggest problem that they have right now is their defense. They've got names on that defense. They're just not playing good. Complimentary, mistake-free football. Telling you guys. Telling you. Let's do... uh, I've got a special guest that's about to come into the show. Before that, we're going to hear from our show sponsor... The market dominator, John Spazcheck, sit tight, and then I'll have a, uh, hopefully, a special guest coming right after the break. Hello, folks. My name is John Spazcheck, associate real estate broker with Metro Roberts Realty. I'm also the leader of the market dominators real estate team, where we seek to educate, advocate, negotiate, and dominate. And that we do. We are ranked in less than the top 1% of all real estate agents in Western New York. And I believe that we have this proven success because we use the latest cutting edge technology and strategic plans to help you win even in this crazy real estate market. Now, if you're looking to win and you're thinking of either buying a home or selling a home, you're gonna wanna reach out to us directly where we will answer your call. 716-570-3298. Now, I am the proud sponsor of this podcast, the Overreaction Sports Podcast by my good friend, Joe Miller, better known as The Voice. You see, Joe is one of my former clients. At one point in time, Joe reached out to 716-570-3298 and I answered his call and he won in this real estate market. Now. I'd like to wish everybody in Bill's Mafia a very happy, safe, and blessed season as we go out the field each Sunday or Monday or Thursday because we have so many primetime games. (laughs) I wish all of you a great time, a winning season, and one more thing. Go Bills. Go Bills. That's John Spazjak, the market dominator. If you're in the market to buy or sell a house, do yourself a favor. Call John 716-570-3298. And right now on the market dominator hotline, my main man, who just he's he's all up in his feels. Jay Spence. I'm definitely in my feels. <laughs> <laughs> Jay Spence. Hi. Jay Spence was like, I got a rap, bro. I got a rap. Listen, 
I wrote I, I wrote like three songs. I was ready. Like all the Bills Mafia, uh, like these anthems you're getting, y'all got you almost got a new one. You almost got a Jay Spence Bills Mafia. I was ready. I, I was re- dude, dude, today to Joe. Joe, I can run through two walls. Let's go. For, Let's go. Forget a wall. Forget a wall. I can run through two of them. Okay. <laughs> all the shit that two of two walls. walls. <laughs> I can run through pause. Two of walls. All the stuff, all the shit that, that they was talking. Uh, uh, Nikki, I just text Nick. Nick was talking a bunch of crap, man. Where y'all talking now? They ain't, Where y'all talking now? They ain't. Hmm? Ain't nobody talking. Hmm? Where they at, Joe? Where they at, Joe? <laughs> they hiding. They hiding, they man. Straight, straight up hiding. hiding. Where y'all at? Where y'all at? Straight up hiding. Nikki smokes on uh, on the on the chop up. Don't let us win in Buffalo, bro. Don't, don't let us win, don't in let Buffalo. win in Buffalo, bro. Don't worry, Nikki. We won't. <laughs> it's not gonna happen. Because <laughs> you you didn't do it. You didn't. Do, you're not good enough to do it. You can't do it. It just won't happen. Yeah, it's just not gonna happen. Just one of those. Can things. I say? You can, can say, say anything say, you want. You are fantastic with what you do, and I think. <laughs> No, no, I, I just need because honest to God, I was going to come on here and I'm still going to I'm gonna say what I got to say about the game. I just want to say, like, listening to you, like I watch you separately, like, you know, I watch your show and I listen to your show. But then yeah. like watching you from backstage and like watching how you is different when you're watching it from from this angle. And it, it, I just want to say you're impressive. You, well, I appreciate you do it. a great job, man. And appreciate I, I appreciate you, man. Love you, man. <laughs> now the bills. The Talk bills about amazing. it. Talk Look. about it. Okay, I'm going to get out of here real quick. I just want to say two things. First, I feel bad for Trey. I love Trey White. That is the bittersweet moment of this game. Um, that is the biggest takeaway from this game. Like, obviously, we won. It's a divisional matchup. It's a big It's a big game, and we won in a big way. So we, we got a lot of crap to talk for the rest of the year. Like, last year, they beat us week four. Was it week four or week five? Three. That's why their week Super Bowl three. was week three. Week right. three every so they, year. <laughs> so they got to, they got a chance to talk crap all year. Now yep, yep. we know we're the better team and we get mm-hmm. to talk crap all year. Yes. We got that. But this Trey White injury, um, not even for the sake of it being like the type of injury where it's like our defense changes. We've been able to play defense with and without Trey. I'm just really worried about Trey. You know, mm-hmm. when he when he tore his ACL there was a moment where he came back where he wasn't ready to come back and it was mental. It wasn't mm-hmm. physical. It wasn't. So my biggest concern now was like after seeing Trey go through this and, and after coming back from what he came back from, it's like, is he going to be ready to really play for us? And um, it, it sucks. Cause I don't even want to act. I don't want to be the guy to ask the question. Like, is this the last that we've oh, seen of Trey? It's White in my, in note. That's, that's, it's in my notes. He has my first. He has my first dude award. Um, so this is perfect. Uh, he he has my first dude award, and I'm not going to talk about it now because we're talking about it. Um, it actually goes back further than that. It goes back to the COVID year. He literally yeah. was going to opt out of the COVID year because he's like, I've got a family and my family and my kids, and we were all. I mean, there was uncertainty that was abounding for all of us, and everybody was nervous. Mm-hmm. But he was like, Look, football is important and it's my livelihood, but I got a kid at like a brand new kid at home. Like I can't. Like you're you're asking me to not see my kid for 16 weeks right not including playoff time like so it goes back further than that and and literally what you just said is in my notes have we seen the last like i don't want to be that guy but like is that the last time we've seen trey white in a bills uniform because i i don't and it's it it sucks to even say it like you don't even want to say it out loud but like you said, knowing what we know, like when COVID happened and then after COVID, he came back from his injury. Mm-hmm. And then he even then he still mentally just wasn't ready. And he's like, I need some more time. So it's like now for this to happen, it's like. I'm hoping and praying that 
um, the mental aspect of this is not too hard for him to come back from. Yeah, yeah. But but I, like, honestly, man, the question for me right now is, is this the last that we've seen of Trey White as a Buffalo Bill or, or as a professional player in general? I think it's important to encapsulate the, the what you just said about um, he wasn't mentally ready. It, it's not about fear for a guy like that. I think it, it's more it's it's about bigger things. I think for Trey White, I think so. John Fina has said many times, and we've heard Jerry Strowski say it as well. You know, if if you are playing football and your head's not right, your mind's not in it, you're playing a dangerous game because you can get hurt in a really big hurry. Now, that's not what happened here. Trey wasn't, he wasn't mentally ready necessarily, I don't think, because he was afraid of getting hurt. I think he wasn't mentally ready because I think there are things in this life that are more important to him, and those things are his family. And as a family man, which you and I both are, we love our families, like, that to me is commendable. You know what I mean? Like, if, if that's mm -hmm. what's holding you back, like, to me, that family is, football's here for a flash, families with him forever so um i just don't want anybody to walk away from that thinking that he's not mentally ready meaning he's scared to be on the football field that's not at all what it was but yeah so. yeah and it's different than what it used to be back in the day like i feel like back in the 90s and even the early 2000s like we had the stigma that whereas like mentally toughness was different like yeah. you have to be tough to play the game yeah and yeah. i think i'm actually proud of the the players nowadays how it's like no family is a little more important yeah, yeah. than me uh playing for five four or five years like i think yeah. i'd rather be a good father to my daughter for 20 years rather than a good player for five so 100%. you know i'm with you uh i think i think we are and just judging by the comments here too i think we're all in the same place i feel for trey and then the last thing I'll say before I get out of here, man, is that Kim, like Sean McDermott is the best defensive coordinator <laughs> in the NFL. How not not we, but how far have we come from people wanting him? Like we should have kept Leslie Frazier and let Sean McDermott get Leslie, a year off. <laughs> get rid of get rid of him. Oh, he's fired after 13 seconds. I and, I'm, and I'm telling you here today, I said, this is the second week in a row I've said this, but today I'm saying it because the reason why I can say that Sean McDermott is the best defense, and I'm going to talk about it in depth on the code of conduct, but the reason why I can say Sean McDermott is the best defensive coordinator in the league is because last week I had everybody from Joy Taylor to uh, Liv Moody to – uh, Sean McCoy to like you can name them you can literally name and pick every national media talking head that you want and I can tell you that they all told me that the Miami Dolphins had the best offense in history, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. history. we've had the best offense in history on display history. in the league with Miami Dolphins this year so if that's the case guess what the Buffalo Bills have the best defense <laughs> in history of the nfl and we have the best defensive coordinator in history of the nfl talk your talk. i love you joe but have don't a great jump, rest don't of jump show. out before you jump out before do you no. so sean mcdermott sean mcdermott in his presser said was it monday or wednesday i think it was wednesday when he said that their offense is revolutionary right <laughs> was he feeding into that or, or was he <laughs> like was he being petty was he sean mcdermott <laughs> Because I told to you, I said to you, I was like, he is in rare form today. Like his, yeah. his press conference, he's not normal. He's not normal Sean McDermott. Yeah.
No, he was being petty. He was being petty, McDermott. Like it was, <laughs> it was so petty. And and I loved every bit. And then I loved the players. Like after a touchdown, when Josh ran it in, he did the. Mm, oh my God! Digs. Mm. <laughs> Everybody had all these Miami Dolphins had these t-shirts and hoodies on yeah. with the little emoji, like the thinking yep. emoji. Yep, so yep. for those listening by podcast, I'm doing the emoji where like you put your hand on your chin and you're thinking like, hmm. Mm. All the Dolphins had that emoji on their shirt. I yep. need a hoodie immediately. Uh, like I need one immediately. <laughs> I need it. I need it because here's the thing. Like they was talking all this stuff. Hmm. We're the best mm. defense in history. Hmm. And guess what? Hmm. The defense shut y'all down. That's right. Get it. That's Let's right. go. Go That's Bills. Amazing. I love you, dude. I love you, man. Great <laughs> go show. Bills. Go Bills. I love you. Peace. Talk to you soon. That is my main guy, Jay Spence, the King. Uh, who is welcome to come on this show anytime he wants. So I don't generally have guests on, but that dude is just my vibe. That just is what it is. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. So hope you guys enjoyed that. Jay Spence was like, I got to come on, man. I need to rap about some things. I'm like, come on, let's go. <laughs> let's go. Let's see. What time is it? Uh, we are getting long in the show. So. You know, due to awards, I'm just going to hit these real quick. Uh, I'm not going to give you your stats. You're pretty much probably enthralled and rolling in the stats and how great they are. Uh, Trey White was my first due to award for all the things that Jay Spence and I just talked about. Um, prayers for Trey and his family. Second due to award is Stefan Diggs. Uh, yeah, Steph is just, you know, Steph is just Steph being Steph. That dude showed himself out as being him. Uh, it is such a privilege to have that man on this football team. Second dude award goes to the entire defensive backfield, and I will include Matt Milano and uh, Terrell Bernard in that group. They just did a, a fantastic job of limiting all the plays. You heard Tyreek, uh, yeah, you heard Hill. I think in the in the post game press presser talk about the fact that you know they played a cover two shell and their corners were just coming at them confident and wide eyed because they knew they had help over the top and they had nothing to worry about. The defensive backfield played lights out in this football game. And then Ed Oliver, goodness gracious, Ed Oliver says when he signs his contract, of which I was a critic, I criticized that contract. He said, I'm going to outplay my contract. I'm going to outplay it. Like before he even signed it, I'm going to outplay it. It's hard to argue that that dude is not outplaying his contract. It's pretty incredible to watch, and uh, he's been fun to have on this defensive line. I don't know what is going on and what McDermott is doing scheming-wise that's got him playing the way he's playing, but he's definitely a part of the plan, and he's a part of the scheme, and he's a part of what they're trying to accomplish, and it's working. Good job, Ed Oliver. The only down due to war to have, and I'm not going to get into it because it would take me a while, is the refs. Like, what was up the refs today? The refs were just... That was a that was a very poor officiating crew. Whether it was the non-call on the fair catch interference that they claimed the dude got blocked into, and yes, he did get blocked or pushed 10 yards away from the, the receiver from Hardy. That was absolutely a penalty. But the touchdown, the law, I got robbed the whole entire stadium on my side of the field because it happened right below me. The my whole entire side of the stadium got robbed of the Stefan Diggs 55 yard touchdown run. Because 
That flag came out and literally it was like, oh, they're going to get Steph on a push off. The flag comes out. Right. And then and the ref, the, the, the side judge at that point in time makes the motion of interference and points in the bill's direction. And it's like, yep, it's a yep, it's going to come back. And then they picked up. Well, they didn't pick it up, but they basically called it illegal contact on the defense. And like it was almost like it was a makeup call for what they didn't give them on the fair catch interference call. But the, regardless of that, the refs were just bad in this football game. And I've seen a couple different people on the Dolphins side accusing the refs of, you know, the, the Dolphins lost because of the refs. And then I've seen a couple people say that it wasn't because of the refs. But regardless, the refs were bad in both directions, in my opinion. Um, there was one point uh, th th there was a crazy hold and the, the fans were screaming about the hold screen. And then they finally called the hold. And I think they ended up sacking two at the same time as they called the hold anyway. But anyways, let's do this. Uh, let's get right into the reading of the tweets as it's about that time. And uh, again, I'm going to skip over the stats. So if you're looking for stats for me, just go to Dolphins Bills results and they're all right there, but I'm sure you're going to get them in every post game show, whatever highlight show. After this football game, I said the Buffalo Bills just filleted the Dolphins in Buffalo at the same time to go over, to go over first place in the AFC East. That not go over to go back to. I think I was just trying to say reclaim. I was I was I was voice texting because I was leaving the stadium, so that should have read a little different. But basically, the takeover, I think, is what I was saying, and at the same time, takeover first place in the AFC East. How's that win got you feeling, Bills Mafia? Big Dubs Victory Monday. Reading your tweets live at 9 p.m. The first one. Comes from at NPinto22. He's basically got a Buffalo Bills fisherman holding a giant fish. <laughs> That's all you need to say. Richard Rush, my guy, at Richard R. Rush, too. Great team win. Allen was lights out. The D was amazing. And McDermott should be coach of the year. The bad is losing Trey White with what looked like a bad injury. My heart goes out to him and his family. Go Bills. Love you, Richard. Appreciate you. Scottish Bills Mafia Jason at Jason Scott Bills. Celebrating, I was enjoying a dry fortnight, but after that performance, I just had to crack open the scotch. And he's got a picture of a glass of scotch in front of him. Love it. Bill's S at CRZY Bill. This game was like the movie Father's Day. The Dolphins didn't really know who their daddy was because so many Bills could claim it. <laughs> it was a good win, but scary going forward with all, all those injuries to our second secondary. Uh, right now, I think it's only one. Uh, Bernard did return to the football game. So Trey is the only true injury to the secondary right now. Praying for Trey. Hopefully he knows we love him. Thank you so much for being a part of the show, Bill. Bills Media 716 at Bills Media 716. Kohu on digs all game? Question mark. <laughs> Miami needs three more games to score 70. Don't let the media fool you. We are still the top dogs of the division. I think all of the media has pretty much come around to the fact that the Bills are the top dog of the division. As Jay Spence the King said on Wednesday, Humpty Hotline, in order to be the man, you got to beat the man. And guess what? They didn't. Queen of Chaos at Savage Trish underscore Trish, the actual social media manager for the Overreaction Sports Channel show, whatever this is. Don't doubt that Allen to Diggs connection. Also, Tyler Bass is really the NFL swaggiest kicker, NFL's swaggiest kicker. She's got a huge crush on Tyler. Should I tell her that I've played golf with Tyler Bass a couple times? Probably not. So I probably shouldn't tell her that. Um. Karen, hashtag go Bills, hashtag let's go Buffalo at go Sabres Bills. Like Hyde said, post game, highest of highs and lowest of lows. Incredible game all around, but devastated for Trey. 
and Diggs owes a few fans beers. Bring on London. Hashtag go Bills. Hashtag Bills Mafia. Hashtag Wildest Dreams Land. So we will retweet that one. Hashtag Diggs is him. Hashtag Allen be hot hooping per Diggs. And then she's got a gift there with Ted Lasso and Bill's gear. I don't know about you, but I had an absolute peach of a Sunday. It's true. And I'm wearing my AFC Richmond Bills jersey that I'll be wearing at the Bills game in London next week. C-Dub, hashtag Bills Mafia, at ChrisWell73. Holy crap balls. The Dolphins offense is fast, but holy crap, holy your crap balls. This defense is freaking awesome. And I'm getting Miller back in the next few weeks. That I didn't even talk about. I tweeted it, but I did not talk about the fact that this defense is playing this way without Vaughn Miller. Yikes, bro, to the NFL. Goodness gracious. Leonard Floyd, Vaughn Miller, Greg Rousseau, A.J. Epines has been playing out of his mind. Kingsley Jonathan had a couple plays today that were great, like Shaq Lawson. Yikes, bro. Can we just say yikes, bro? They're going to be awesome. And he says, go Bills, wildest dreams land. Bill Pien- uh, Pienka. At Bill Pienka, feels so good to be uh, too quiet. Feels so good to quiet the critics. I apologize. The Bills are for real, and it showed today. Really glad we have a cornerback depth since it looks like a season ended for Trey. Didn't love all the defensive injuries, but the defense just keeps hammering Miami, or just kept hammering Miami into submission. Hashtag wildest dreams land. Xavier Stutz at XCS713. Stefan Diggs hates Buffalo as he's got the picture of Stefan Diggs like spraying beer into the crowd. Stefan Diggs does not hate Buffalo. He 1000% loves this team and the city. Uh, my girl Pamela, who's actually in the chat, uh, at Pamadonna. I can breathe again. When did this went into this game nervous? Now I feel stupid. Why is it so hard to completely trust them? I'm right there with you. Uh, but these last three games, I'm loving what McDermott is doing with the D. Imagine what imagine when Vaughn comes back. Uh, Josh has been playing smart football. Keep it up, boys. I agree, Pam. Pamela. Uh, at Pay or Payton, at Payton, my guy Payton. Uh, he just put the gif of from Major League. Th- that ought to shut these people up. <laughs> we'll see. If the Bills get any run at all, we'll see. They should, though, because they're, they're the London game, and they usually have the London, the London game. is pretty big. Mike Graham at All Right Mike 13. First off, very concerned for Trey White. I'm confident in this team, though. It feels so good to squish the fish after they put up 70. That's a statement win. We are still the kings of the AFC East. Yes, we are. Bills hyphen Jaguars 10-8 at K has Mick. H-A-Z-M-I-C. I just want to send my best wishes to Trey, no matter what the news ends up being. He seems like a fantastic person, and I'm just heartbroken for him. We all are, bro. Billy Stark at Billy Starkski. Uh, remember when the Dolphins were going to put up 70 on everyone? Yeah, that was like yesterday. I think they told us that, that the, the Dolphins had the ability to score 70 points on everybody. 207 Bills fan at Reed underscore Levine. You really love to see it. Wildest dreams land. It's true. You do love to see it. I am Mike 23 at I am or I I Mike 23. Actually, it's 2333. Dude is all he wrote. <laughs> a Buffalo guy at a Buffalo guy. All of mine have been really clever. Just read those. I don't know what he means. I think he means he wants me to go to his page and start reading his tweets. Uh, okay. I don't have time for that, bro. Uh, Randy Hartman uh, at Randy underscore Hartman 52. He's uh, he's got a gift rolling here that is uh, Voltron. It looks like with a lightsaber splitting the water. Cool story, bro. Uh, Bills backers of Kansas City at Bills backers KC. Uh, it's the uh, Ted Lasso. Everybody's going Ted Lasso because the Bills are going to London. It's the whole boom, boom, boom. 
boom with uh coach beard so love that show if you've not watched ted lasso you need to it's a wonderful show james alexander perks at mr j perks six seven eight nine i can't believe what i just witnessed i will admit i was terrified at the prospect of facing that offense guess it was an overreaction we just soundly thumped miami prayers for trey i hope he's okay onto my home turf next week at spurs stadium go bills james i will see you there Got a couple more for you. James Gendron at Gendron James McDermott's finest hour. He definitely is coming into his own, even though he was formerly a defensive coordinator. He's coming to his own on this team as a defensive coordinator. Is that right? I don't know. Making stuff up now. Michael Mix at Adirondack Mike 7. Ecstatic, a complete balance and dominant win against a quality opponent. Sick to my stomach over Trey White's injury and concerned about the secondary in the rest of the season. I'm not so concerned about the secondary. I think the Bills are going to have what they need and do what they need to do to make sure that that secondary stays intact the way that it needs to. That's kind of like the McDermott defenses are known for putting corners in a position to succeed. So we'll just leave it at that. Mrs. KCB at Ophelia FL. So Ophelia, Florida. Like after a fine meal, I'm fat and happy. All fat and sassy. Heartbreaks for 27. Eric M. Johnson at Eric saying stuff. Feeling awesome. First game I was able to watch with my dad after he and my mom moved back from Ecuador. Hashtag wildest dreams land. Retweet. Matt Chu at Matt C-H-E 24655811. I feel like we've beaten, we've been ankle deep in dorsal fin all day. <laughs> Go Bills. Thanks for being a part of the show, Matt. That's funny. Andrew Hermanet at A underscore Hermanet. Going to be a long season again with no train now. I don't know. I think I think people are uh, a little more concerned than they might need to be. Is are we concerned for Trey? Yes. Do we need to pray for Trey? Yes. I think the defense is going to be okay. I think we're going to be okay here. Leon Brooks at L Antonio eighty four. He says hashtag Wildest Dreamsland with uh, Kobe saying the jobs not finished. Ladies and gentlemen, those have been your tweets. And uh, I cannot begin to tell you how much I appreciate. I tell you guys all the time, just the opportunity to do this with you guys to spend some time after every game, uh, just talking about how I feel and what I saw and stuff like that. And this was a little bit of a different, different game and a different scenario. And you probably feel that there's differences even in my outlines and my notes as it pertains to when I can watch this show, the game on TV versus when I'm at the game, because my ability to take notes is, you know, wildly different. But uh, I do appreciate every single one of you, the kind comments, the the follows. I appreciate the interactions and all that kind of stuff. Um, real quick, <clears throat> excuse me, tomorrow, uh, the Off Tackle with John Fina show. Uh, Tuesday, uh, Code of Conduct, as well as the Chop Up Wednesday, the Hump Day Hotline and Line to Gain. Uh, and then there is, oh, AJ's uh, analysis, I think, is tomorrow as well. There's a bunch of stuff in there. As far as this show goes for next week, post-London game, Buffalo Bills versus the uh, – Jacksonville Jaguars there will be no overreaction show next week I will be in London it's not going to be even remotely possible or feasible for me to do a show from there so just uh, make a note for yourself uh watch Sterling Furrow uh intentional I think it's intentional grounding uh Sterling Furrow's the official Buffalo Rumblings postgame show uh is uh is on Sunday it will be Sunday after that game but I will not be available but uh it has been super cool hanging out with you guys the Buffalo Bills are three and one atop the AFC East, right where they belong. They've sent the Dolphins home back to Miami. Big giant losers. 
And for us, it's Victory Monday, Victory Tuesday, Victory Wednesday, Victory Thursday, all the way to Victory Sunday next week, where we get to face off against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Should be a very good, fun, happy game. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in. You have been tuned into the Overreaction Buffalo Sports Show, uh, brought to you by the Market Dominator on the Buffalo Rumblings Vidcast Network. My name is Joe Miller. You can find me on Twitter at Joe Miller Wire. Do me a favor, follow me on Twitter. I will interact with you. <clears throat> Go over and follow Overreaction Buff as well. That's where most of the show stuff ends up anyway, and that's where uh, Trish is doing a crushing job, uh, basically running that handle. But uh, I appreciate all of you. I love all you guys. I'll talk to you soon. I'll see you all in London as I hit my microphone with my fingers. Go Bills. Go Bills.